Section 14 of Some Answered Questions. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. Section 14. Chapter 31. Explanation of the Blasphemy Against the Holy Spirit. Question. Quote, Wherefore I say unto you, All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. End quote. Matthew twelve thirty one thirty two. Answer the holy realities of the manifestations of god have two spiritual positions one is the place of manifestation which can be compared to the position of the globe of the sun and the other is the resplendency of the manifestation which is like its light and radiance these are the perfections of god in other words the holy spirit for the Holy Spirit is the divine bounties and lordly perfections, and these divine perfections are as the rays and heat of the sun. The brilliant rays of the sun constitute its being, and without them it would not be the sun. If the manifestation and the reflection of the divine perfections were not in Christ, jesus would not be the messiah he is a manifestation because he reflects in himself the divine perfections the prophets of god are manifestations for the lordly perfections that is the holy spirit is apparent in them if a soul remains far from the manifestation he may yet be awakened for he did not recognize the manifestation of the divine perfections. But if he loathed the divine perfections themselves, in other words, the Holy Spirit, it is evident that he is like a bat which hates the light. This detestation of the light has no remedy and cannot be forgiven. That is to say, it is impossible for him to come near unto god the lamp is a lamp because of its light without the light it would not be a lamp now if a soul has an aversion for the light of the lamp he is as it were blind and cannot comprehend the light and blindness is the cause of everlasting banishment from god it is evident that the souls receive grace from the bounty of the holy spirit which appears in the manifestations of god and not from the personality of the manifestation therefore 
if a soul does not receive grace from the bounties of the holy spirit he remains deprived of the divine gift and the banishment itself puts the soul beyond the reach of pardon this is why many people who were the enemies of the manifestations and who did not recognize them when once they had known them became their friends so enmity towards the manifestation did not become the cause of perpetual banishment for they who indulged in it were the enemies of the light holders not knowing that they were the shining lights of god they were not the enemies of the light and when once they understood that the light holder was the place of manifestation of the light they became sincere friends of it the meaning is this to remain far from the light holder does not entail everlasting banishment for one may become awakened and vigilant but enmity towards the light is the cause of everlasting banishment and for this there is no remedy 32 explanation of the verse for many are called but few are chosen question in the gospel christ said quote, many are called but few are chosen end quote. and in the quran it is written quote, he will confer particular mercy on whom he pleaseth end quote. what is the wisdom of this answer know that the organization and the perfection of the whole universe requires that existence should appear in numberless forms for existing beings could not be embodied in only one degree one station one kind one species and one class undoubtedly the difference of degrees and distinction of forms and the variety of genus and species are necessary that is to say the degree of mineral vegetable animal substances and of man are inevitable for the world could not be arranged adorned organized and perfected with man alone in the same way with only animals only plants or only minerals this world could not show forth beautiful scenery exact organization and exquisite adornment without doubt it is because of the varieties of degrees stations species and classes that existence becomes resplendent with utmost perfection for example if this tree were entirely fruit the vegetable perfections could not be attained for leaves blossoms and fruits are all necessary so that the tree may be adorned with utmost beauty and perfection in the same way consider the body of man it must be composed of different organs parts and members human beauty and perfection require the existence of the ear the eye the brain and even that of the nails and hair if man were all brain eyes or ears it would be equivalent to imperfection so the absence of hair eyelashes teeth and nails 
would be an absolute defect though in comparison with the eye they are without feeling and in this resemble the mineral and plant but their absence in the body of man is necessarily faulty and displeasing as the degrees of existence are different and various some beings are higher in the scale than others therefore it is by the will and wish of god that some creatures are chosen for the highest degree as man and some others are placed in the middle degree as the vegetable and some are left in the lowest degree like the mineral it is from the bounty of god that man is selected for the highest degree and the differences which exist between men in regard to spiritual progress and heavenly perfections is also due to the choice of the compassionate one for faith which is life eternal is the sign of bounty and not the result of injustice the flame of the fire of love in this world of earth and water comes through the power of attraction and not by effort and striving nevertheless by effort and perseverance knowledge science and other perfections can be acquired but only the light of the divine beauty can transport and move the spirits through the force of attraction therefore it is said quote, many are called but few are chosen End quote. but the material beings are not despised judged and held responsible for their own degree and station for example mineral vegetable and animal in their various degrees are acceptable but if in their own degree they remain imperfect they are blamable the degree itself being purely perfect the differences among mankind are of two sorts one is a difference of station and this difference is not blameworthy the other is a difference of faith and assurance the loss of these is blameworthy for then the soul is overwhelmed by his desires and passions which deprive him of these blessings and prevent him from feeling the power of attraction of the love of god though that man is praiseworthy and acceptable in his station yet as he is deprived of the perfections of that degree he will become a source of imperfections for which he is held responsible note compare the causes of difference in the characters of men page 247 chapter 33 the return spoken of by the prophets question will you explain the subject of return answer baha'u'llah has explained this question fully and clearly in the iqan note compare page 126 note 1 end note read it and the truth of this subject will become apparent but since you have asked about it i will explain it briefly we will begin to elucidate it from the gospel for there it is plainly said that when john the son of zacharias appeared and gave to men the glad tidings of the kingdom of god they asked him who art thou art thou the promised messiah he replied 
I am not the Messiah. They asked him, Art thou Elijah? He said, I am not. These words prove and show that John the son of Zacharias was not the promised Elias. But on the day of the transfiguration on Mount Tabor, Christ said plainly that John the son of Zacharias was the promised Elias. In chapter 9, verses 11 to 13 of the Gospel of Mark, it is said, quote, And they asked him, saying, Why say the scribes that Elias must first come? And he answered and told them, Elias verily cometh first, and restoreth all things. And how it is written of the Son of Man that he must suffer many things, and be set at naught. But I say unto you, that Elias is indeed come, and they have done unto him whatsoever they listed, as it is written of him. End quote. In chapter 17, verse 13 of Matthew, it is said, quote, Then the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. End quote. They asked John the Baptist, Are you Elias? He answered, No, I am not. Although it is said in the Gospel that John was the promised Elias, and Christ also said so clearly, then if John was Elias, why did he say, I am not? And if he was not Elias, why did Christ say that he was? The explanation is this. Not the personality, but the reality of the perfections is meant. That is to say, the same perfections that were in Elias existed in John the Baptist and were exactly realized in him. Therefore, John the Baptist was the promised Elias. In this case, not the essence, note that is the individuality, end note, but the qualities are regarded. For example, there was a flower last year, and this year there is also a flower. I say, the flower of last year has returned. Now, I do not mean that the same flower in its exact individuality has come back, but as this flower has the same qualities of that of last year, as it has the same perfume, delicacy, color, and form, I say, the flower of last year has returned, and this flower is the former flower. When spring comes, we say, last year's spring has come back, because all that was found in last year's spring exists in this spring. That is why Christ said, you will see all that happened in the days of the former prophets. We will give another illustration. The seed of last year is sown. Branches and leaves grow forth. Blossoms and fruits appear. And all has again returned to seed. When this second seed is planted, a tree will grow from it. And once more, those branches, leaves, blossoms and fruits will return and that tree will appear in perfection. As the beginning was a seed, and the end is a seed, we say that the seed has returned. When we look at the substance of the tree, it is another substance. But when we look at the blossoms, leaves and fruits, the same fragrance, delicacy and taste are produced. Therefore, 
the perfection of the tree has returned a second time. In the same way, if we regard the return of the individual, it is another individual, but if we regard the qualities and perfections, the same have returned. Therefore, when Christ said, This is Elias, he meant, This person is a manifestation of the bounty, the perfections, the character, the qualities, and the virtues of Elias. John the Baptist said, I am not Elias. Christ considered the qualities, the perfections, the character, and the virtues of both, and John regarded his substance and individuality. It is like this lamp. It was here last night, and tonight it is also lighted, and tomorrow night it will also shine. We say that the lamp of this night is the same light as that of last night, and that it has returned. It refers to the light, and not to the oil, the wick, or the holder. This subject is fully and clearly explained in the Kitabul Iqan. End of section 14. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Recorded in Oxford, England.